Cut Dead, copyright Serenia Murthy, 2018. It's 2 a.m. I haven't been able to sleep. Allie and I kind of had a fight with mom. Well, she fought with Allie because Allie's worth fighting with. Me, she just cut dead. It's like I'm beyond hope and not worth lavishing words or energy on. This isn't the first time she has done this. It's a good thing dad was there. I mean, he didn't get all touchy-feely or anything. Phew. And he was, in fact, kind of strict. But there's one thing you can say about him, and that is, he has always acknowledged my existence. I find myself thinking back to when I was a kid and would have to go on shopping trips with mom because I couldn't be left at home alone. I don't know where the girls were. Maybe they had a lesson or something. So it would just be mom and me. And sometimes she would get really angry. One trip stands out in my mind in particular. I was six. We had gone to the Westcott Mall. It was 15 miles away from our farmhouse, so it was quite a drive. I understand now that she must have been exhausted from teaching all week and doing this stuff on weekends while Dad carted the girls around. Maybe I was a pain in her neck, but at the time, I could just couldn't figure out why she'd get so angry. She'd slam the car door and yell at me to follow her. My legs didn't reach the ground the way hers did, and it would take some maneuvering for me to get safely down, but it was always too long for her. I tried to close the jeep door, but it was a little heavy. If I slammed it too hard, she'd get mad. Well, madder than she already was. If I didn't close it well enough so that it got stuck, she'd yell and I'd cringe. Sometimes the kids from school would be there and they'd see her chewing me out. It seemed like I was always getting in trouble with a woman in front of an audience. I tried not to let on, but I'd feel really embarrassed. We'd go in eventually. She took long strides. I'd have to practically run to keep up with her. Sometimes I'd get out of breath, but she never seemed to notice. It was always, don't dawdle, Jason. I could never get much of a rest. I suppose there was a time when I'd get to ride in the cart, but I don't remember it. Once or twice, I'd tug at her sleeve and ask her if I could, but this was always met with a hard no. I was too old. There wasn't room. I was too heavy for her to push. I wasn't a baby anymore. I didn't really understand this. I'd look around and kids older than me would be riding in their parents' carts, sometimes two of them. But I preferred not to bring it to mom. But I preferred not to bring this to mom's attention because that would have been bringing it to my own. Instead, I just quit asking. Sometimes I try to hold her hand in an effort to keep up, but she just push or smack it away. And eventually, I'd quit doing that too. But I was unhappy. I didn't know why she didn't like me. I mean, she was friendly with. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know why. She, I didn't know why she was so angry. I didn't know why she didn't want me there. Most of all, I didn't know why she didn't like me. I mean, she was friendly with other people, acquaintances and such. But once they left, she'd go back into this cold rage again. I could feel it, and I hardly dared to breathe around her. These trips were long. Sometimes, I'd get hungry. So one time, I had brought an apple from our orchard at home. When Mom saw me eating it, she was absolutely furious. She tore it out of my hand, I had only taken one bite, and flung it into the garbage. She yelled at me while a crowd formed. I just looked up at her, bewildered, my mouth still full of that first bite. I had forgotten to swallow. When she hit me on the back, I nearly threw up. She had never hit me before, although Dad had, many times. My back was stinging even as she withdrew her hand. I stiffened reflexively, afraid she was going to do it again. Fortunately, she didn't, but I felt pretty dejected. Everyone I came into contact with seemed to hit me. My teacher, Dad, and now Mom. Something had happened after I started school. They just didn't like me anymore. 
Mom made me apologize to the store owner. I didn't really know what I was apologizing for, but I stammered it out anyway. Then she grabbed my arm in a vice-like grip and took me out to the parking lot. I was simply dreading that car ride home. It was pretty quiet. She didn't say anything the entire way. I kept waiting for it, bracing myself for it, but it never came. When we pulled into the driveway, she parked and then went straight indoors. After a few seconds, I followed her, breathing a sigh of relief once I'd successfully shut the car door. I went into the kitchen. Mom was slamming things about. I held my breath. No one else was home. I waited in the awful silence for what seemed like several minutes. She just went on doing what she was doing. Mom? I asked when I couldn't take it anymore. Silence. Mommy? She didn't react. Can... can I do anything? I placed my palms on the counter and stood on tiptoe so I could see her. She didn't look at me. What do you want me to do? I pleaded on the verge of tears. I held them back. I just wanted her to start talking to me again. She still didn't say anything. I began to be afraid that I had really become invisible. I'm... I'm kind of hungry, I ventured. We hadn't had any lunch and my stomach was growling. No reaction. I chewed my lower lip. I guess I'll go to my room, I said, and hurried out of there. I had never been so humiliated in my whole life, not even at school. I sat on my bed, not knowing what to do next. I found myself reflecting nostalgically on Dad. He'd yelled at me. He'd hit me. He'd taken the belt to me. He'd done all kinds of things, but one thing was for sure. He'd always acknowledged my existence, even when I'd have preferred that he didn't. No matter what, I always knew that he knew I was there, that he was aware of my presence, that I counted for something with him. I can't describe what it feels like to have your own mother cut you dead like that. It's the loneliest, most emasculating feeling you can imagine. I just sat there, listening to my heart beat and trying not to cry. I knew Dad would come eventually. I both wanted him to and was afraid of what would happen when he did. The girls came home, but I think they weren't allowed to come upstairs and see me. I heard them moving about downstairs. The sun was setting when Dad opened my door. I looked at him, a little afraid. Our eyes met. One glance was enough to tell me that he was very angry. My heart began to beat a little faster. Your mother tells me you haven't been behaving yourself, he said. It was only then that I noticed he was fingering his belt. That isn't true, I half gasped out. I still didn't know what it was I had done. His eyebrows went up. You calling your mother a liar, son? He demanded. No, sir, I said. I knew this would be fatal. I didn't know how to explain. The word misunderstanding hadn't made its way into my vocabulary yet. Dad took off his belt. Come here, Jason. I went, my heart pounding. He turned me to face the wall. It was all done in silence. Fear and panic rose in my chest. This isn't fair, I screamed silently. I don't even know what I've done. How will I know not to do it again? Then the buckle left its stinging kiss and I was unable to think of anything else for several minutes. Sorry, Mom, I said, staring at the surface of our dinner table. I won't do it again. I've spoken to him, Dad told Mom quietly. He won't do it again. He had done more than that. It was kind of hard to sit down, but I gritted my teeth and bore it because Dad made me. I certainly didn't want to incur any more of their wrath. Elizabeth? Dad's tone implied that Mom should say something to me. I looked up hesitantly. It's fine, she said to the counter. She didn't look up. She didn't smile. My heart sank deep inside me. I went back to staring at the table. I was blinking hard. Elizabeth? I suspect Dad felt worse than I did. He was going to bat for me. I did what was necessary. He said he was sorry. I heard him. 
I said it was fine. Her tone was cold. I stared at the table, listening to them haggle things over until Dad squeezed my shoulder. Listen, buddy, why don't you go out and play? He patted me on the back. We're good now. I nodded and squirmed out from the dining table. I ran outside without looking at either one of them. Dad found me in our orchard, eating apples while I still could. How many of those have you had? He demanded. Seven, I said. He clucked his tongue and took the apple away. You're going to make yourself sick, buddy. I stared at the ground, empty-handed. Dad sighed and lifted me out of the tree. He sat down and placed me on his lap. Tell me what happened, he said. I looked up and found that there was something comfortable and inviting about his brown eyes. So I snuggled a little closer and explained that I had taken an apple from our orchard because sometimes I got hungry at the store. For some reason, this had infuriated Mom to the point where she wouldn't even let me finish it. She had thrown it away and made me apologize to the storekeeper for something. Oh, buddy. Dad pulled me close and pressed his chin against the top of my head. They sell apples at the grocery store. She thought you stole it. Oh, well, that made sense now. It was just a misunderstanding, Dad said, kissing the side of my head. He had never done that before. I wish I'd known. He didn't seem to know what to say next. It's okay, I said. It was over now. We just sat there like that for a little while. I didn't really like going to the mall after that, or anywhere with Mom, really. Sometimes things bugged her and she'd get angry and cry. I didn't know how to handle it. I just made myself small in the front seat and prayed that she wouldn't hit me. Sometimes she yelled at me. I once heard her telling Dad that I was a typical boy. No empathy, no compassion, no emotional intelligence. I never seemed to understand what she was feeling. I just sat there like a block of wood. The girls were so much better. Can't beat girls. Dad scolded me for being insensitive to Mom's needs. He said I should help her more. I promised I'd try. But I still found myself tongue-tied and frightened when she went off on her emotional jags. I think she might have been bipolar, but none of us knew what this meant at the time. What they failed to understand was, it wasn't like that. Of course I knew Mom was in pain. I couldn't help knowing. But I was afraid to say or do anything. It It might end up being the wrong thing. And then she'd tell Dad, and he'd... One afternoon, Allison found me crying in bed and anxiously demanded to know what was wrong. Mom and Dad don't like me, I sobbed. She scrambled over me and hugged me. Her black hair cascaded down my face. It tickled my nose and ears. Oh, Jason, who cares what a bunch of dumb grown-ups think, she said. I'm glad you're here.